The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles and huge news, Dom. Oh, look, we haven't previously been much good at doing business deals, Charles, but I'd like to say today we've absolutely smashed it. We've we've got a merger mm. to announce, an exciting merger that's going to really take this podcast to the next level. People might be wondering who have they merged with, which which other brand would, would want to associate themselves with the Chaser Report? Mm. Well, there weren't many contenders, mm. but we can announce today, Charles, that we've, we've struck a deal with... The Saudi-backed... Daily Dismemberment <laughs> podcast. It's, it yeah. really does take the news apart. It's just it's so mm. incisive. They're, they're real soulmates. Yes. Now. And look, I know that some people would say that they do tend to murder their guests, especially uh, when they're journalists. Yes, by dismemberment, which is yeah. what I think gave the podcast its name now that I think more about it. <laughs> yeah. And but, look, that's an unfortunate thing that, that yeah. might have happened yeah. in the past. But we have been given $200 million US yeah. to merge with them, which I think outweighs the the sort of moral conundrum here. Look, we may have said some things in the past about mm. uh, dismemberment daily, Charles. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, we, we did I invoke mean, 9-11 that time, mm. I remember. We, we mentioned well, the Saudi's uh, systemic finance of terrorism and human rights violations. Yeah, well, we, we, we've got a clip of it here, I think. I'll tell you what, the worst podcast in the world is. What is it, Charles? The Daily Dismemberment Podcast. Ah, oh, for the Saudis. Yes. It's disgusting. They murder people. With bone sores. They uh, hack ah. their bodies apart. Yes, <laughs> Disgusting. Ah. You would never, ever no. have anything to do with that podcast. Never, Over ever. Over my dead, dismembered body. No. Would we ever do anything to do with that <laughs> podcast. Least of all, Charles, we will never, ever merge with them. They're no. scum. Never. Over my kids' dead bodies. It is unfortunate what you had to do to your children to get the deal over <laughs> the line, Charles. Um, but I'm sure they understood yeah. in their dying moments. Look, PTSD and, and trauma... Mm. Uh, is nowadays very treatable. It is very treatable. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that some of that $2 million will will help me get through. The other thing is they had such a bright vision for the future of the podcast. Mm. Uh, Basically the podcast having lots more money Yes. in return for, well, it's not sports washing, it's more pod washing, Mm. uh, their reputation. Uh, Using our reputation for integrity and for for really not doing things Mm. to to chase money to make them look good. But it won't change our podcast. No, 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 it won't. It it won't won't. change our ethics and our integrity. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, coming up on the show, we're going to talk about that hoax Called climate change. Yeah, how yeah. good is oil? Honestly. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I I get extra petrol from the Bowser these days. I get twice as much as I need. Pour some down the drain oh, just, yes. just to make sure we use well, more of it. Also, have we talked about that amazing uh, vision for the future that, oh, that MBS yes. has? The line, mm. the building in the Saudi desert, 160 kilometers long. That is such a good idea. It's a great idea. And any, any episodes we may previously have, have recorded about how mm. terrible well, they're gone. the concept is they've gone. They've they're been gone. dismembered, yeah. really, haven't they? Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. There's an analogy here. Some might say, Charles, with what's happened with the PGA Tour. That really showed us the light on this one. Just because you've previously condemned, Mm. let's say, the Live Golf Tour as sports washing by a murderous regime. That's actually what the commissioner of the PJ Tour said <clears throat> last year. He invoked 9-11. He actually got the 9-11 families involved, uh, PJ Commissioner Jay Monahanny. <laughs> he rolled them out to try and just say, look, the PJ Tour is all American. It's, it's, it's a good thing. It's mm. got integrity. Unlike the Live Tour, which is a bunch of murderers and, uh, and terrorists. Mm. Yes. He's now merged the PJ Tour with the Live Golf Tour. Mm. Uh, well, the Saudis have essentially bought the PGA, haven't they? they? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, Charles, if you want to describe just putting a lot of money into something and essentially taking it over as buying, yeah, yeah I suppose right. that's what's happened. But mm. I like to think of it more as a, a, a merger, meeting of minds. A merger of equals. Yeah, <laughs> they, they had a similar view of the PGA Tour getting yeah. lots of money from Saudi Arabia. They had a, they had a similar view that paying hundreds of millions of dollars to their golfers was a good idea. Yeah, and, and yeah. was worth forgetting all the things that Saudi Arabia mm. may have done in the past. But do you think there's an argument to say engagement with, you know, murderous regimes mm. is is a good way forward, that they actually by sort of being in the same room, chatting with the Saudis, yes. they can say, hey, by the way, MBS, maybe murder a few less journalists. Well, now. that's what I've always said, mm. Charles. I mean, uh, the analogy is kind of like this. Would you rather have them outside the tent murdering in yes. or inside the tent murdering, murdering out. out. And I yes. suppose if the if the bone saws are pointed in the other direction, you don't even need to look at it. And, I mean, people like T- Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods turned down, Charles, mm. not always known for his ethics and integrity in mm. all parts of his life. Mm. He turned down an offer of potentially more than $700 million from the Live Tour, saying, and I'm quoting, that an endless bit of money is not a way to create legacies. It's about more than that. Mm. And it turns out that an endless bit of money is an endless bit of money, uh, mm. and that's quite a good thing. So, so all the golfers who are encouraged by the PGA Tour, mm. uh, like McElroy and so on, who condemn the Live Tour, mm. they're now having to pivot and say, well, I guess we're going to work with the Saudis mm. after all. But do you think maybe this is good for murdering? Like, well, How could it not be? Yeah, like maybe we're looking at it from a very – Western-centric perspective. Oh, yes, let's check our privilege here, Charles. Yes, maybe if we sort of embodied the less privileged Saudi princes. Mm. (laughs) Right, okay, I see where you're going. and, And just saw things from their perspective. You know, in some ways having bothersome, know it all, you know, you know, people who are prying into your private business all the time in the in the form of journalists. Yeah. Is is not something that, you know, should be encouraged by I mean, society. I, I just think there's such a chance uh for, for synergies mm. between the PGA tour and, and the Saudis. I think when it, they execute people with a sword in a public uh the public square as mm. they do regularly why not use a sharpened golf club instead yes. of a sword? A sort I mean, of cut shot. Yeah, cut, exactly, the yeah. cut shot. Yeah. Um, why not, the next time they do dismember mm. a, a journalist, why not put the pieces in a golf bag uh, yes. and just carry yes. them around? And you could just wait that and golf it, bag and 
put it in the bottom of the ocean and no one would be the wiser. And instead of getting presumably fairly highly paid secret service people to mm. carry those bags, you just get caddies. Get caddies. Yeah. And a golf cart. Yeah. They can actually have a, a lovely little golf cart that they use for body disposal yeah. going yeah. forward. And there's plenty of lakes to yes. put the bodies into. Well, if you're building a golf course, mm. it's a perfect – you're digging up all that soil anyway. Why not just have a mass graveyard for all the <laughs> opponents of the regime? And then all the golf players can just play four, Over the body, yeah. Four. Yeah. You could, have a, you could have a bunker, couldn't you, with the corpses in it. It would be very hard to get the ball out of there. Much harder than a sand trap. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, but I, I suppose we are now the official podcast w- with Dismemberment Daily. So do they have many golf courses in that area? Wouldn't they all be just sand a traps? sand trap, like- yeah, that's, <laughs> the whole country's a sand trap. Uh, Charles, we've got to be very clear, we're not journalists, you and I. We've never been journalists. No. We don't report facts. We certainly don't care about mm. human rights. And none of my family members have ever been journalists either. No, me, yeah. me neither. There's mm. been... There's been no journalism. There's been certainly no finding of fact and no criticism. There's one thing looking back on the Chase's record of all mm. these years, Charles, we've never criticised an incumbent government. <laughs> we've just had respect yes. to the dignity of the office, just as we do for all Saudi princes. Mm. Uh, there are a lot of them, I think. They're all very good at what they do and yes. they've got the right to be. You certainly wouldn't want to overthrow any Saudi governments and install a democracy. That would be a terrible idea. Yes, it, it would be a terrible idea. Because mm. um, women might vote then, wouldn't they? Or, or participate in public life in any way, which the, is not a thing in, in Saudi the, Arabia. In the same way we've sort of merged with our Saudi counterpart mm. podcast, do you think maybe our political systems should also merge? What a and, good idea. And then we could eliminate female suffrage as as part of the raft of reforms. Yes. Which I, I think would uh, greatly disadvantage the Labor Party, wouldn't it? Just think how wealthy Australia would be, though, yes. if we did combine with the Saudis. I mean, we've got things that they would like, like space and grass. Mm. We've obviously got a lot of desert as well, so mm. that would be comfortable. Mm. Um, and I just think we'd have to suspend all of all rights and, and so on yes. and have uh, basically a religious dictatorship. Well, but the thing is, right. Victorians have already been living under Dan Andrews. Oh, they have. So What's, I mean, what is the difference between MBS and Dan Andrews, really? No, exactly. The Herald Sun uh, actually <laughs> thinks – I don't they say that mm. Dan Andrews is worse than uh, – Yeah. Well, you know what he did Although, the I staircase. Think, I mean, Mark McGowan's gone. Maybe – Mark McGowan's gone because he knew the Saudi merger was coming. Yeah. And he thought, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not needed anymore. Uh, all we have to do is just turn a series of very blind eyes mm. and just let the money roll on in. Yes. What's going to happen to the PJ tour when Saudi Arabia stops having all that money from petrol when electric cars take over? What do they do then, I suppose? That's but we, we've, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's Saudi money now, well, but in 50 years. Presumably they will still be quite effective at murdering. Oh, yes, of course. They're not going to get any worse at that. And so they might be a bit too scared. I mean, do you think – actually, that raises the question. Do you think maybe part of this negotiation was, you know, the head of the PGA went over to chat Mm. to the Saudis. Yeah. They – Opened up and uh, showed them the, you know, showed him the bone saw, and suddenly it seemed like a much better idea to merge operations. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the uh, both sides of politics actually condemned the deal, and the Democrats in in the Congress have said they're going to very carefully at every little bit of it. Mm. In fact, uh, Senator uh, Chris Murphy, Democrat of Connecticut, wrote on Twitter, "So weird, PGA officials were in my office just months ago talking about how the Saudis' human rights record should disqualify them from having a stake in a major American sport." I guess maybe their concerns weren't really about human rights. Mm. No, they they weren't, were they? It's good to have that out in the open, I think. So, but hang on, you read that on the Saudi 
um, owned Twitter. Oh, yeah, don't they? Own, that's <laughs> right. They own Twitter now, don't yeah. they? Yeah. How was he allowed to write that on Twitter? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I'll have to sort that out. Yeah, I think. I mean, you know what they say. Just dismember one uh, senator with bone sores and the mm. rest will fall into line. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. Who next? Like, golf has uh, come under the Saudi... Yeah. Fold. FIFA has also done lots of. Oh, sort there's of, lots. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of. I mean, I mean every. I mean, they're quite late to the party with this. Mm. I mean, the sports washing. Qatar did it uh, mm. first. I mean, and Abu Dhabi. I Abu think Dhabi with Manchester City. I mean, it's mm. it's just Qatar had the World Cup. Abu Dhabi bought Manchester City and mm. bought the Premier League. My team, Arsenal, came second to it. A team which we know cheated. We actually know that they broke the the um mm. the fi- the financial rules in soccer and spent too much on their salary. Mm. It just doesn't matter. They've just won the title even though they clearly bought it. It doesn't matter. So I think what we need to have fair competition, we just need everything to be owned by different Middle Eastern countries and that way they would compete against each other. So who should buy cricket? Why not Bahrain? Yes. Yeah, they often host cricket, don't they? There's, mm. And the UAE, they're probably already happy to... to they probably already are. Probably well, I think they're actually negotiating. The UAE is negotiating at the moment with the Indian League about... Oh, the IPL. Yeah, yeah, that's right. About sort of buying a a sort of six-week franchise. Yeah, so the Saudis, I think, want to buy a cricket. So it's it's well underway. We don't have to help with that. Right, okay. Okay. Uh, They could buy – I mean, I think they should buy Hollywood. Mm. Well, that would be a rounding error on their wealth. It would be a rounding error to buy Hollywood now. And it would be nice because they'd make all the the women cover up, Mm. wouldn't they? Can you imagine how popular movies would be if every every female – Cast member was just head to toe covered up at all times. Yeah. Just the Saudi way. Presumably they have their own domestically made film and television I think that, that with only men. It's oh, right. basically like uh, much of Australian television, it's just, just men. <laughs> but uh, also to make it, it much it'll, cheaper. It'll just seem like Channel Seven. <laughs> I'm just imagining in a Saudi-owned Hollywood, mm. you could say you had Margot Robbie. No one would know because she'd be covered oh, yes. up head to toe. Much cheaper. Much cheaper. Yes. You, just, you could get a man under there like Shakespearean <laughs> times. Oh, I like that. It could, more jobs for men. More jobs for that's men. Good. That's good. I mean, I women like have come so far in Hollywood. They, yes. they haven't got equal pay. No. But they're, they're also stars. Yes. And the Saudis have put a stop to that if they bought Hollywood. I'm I'm thinking a little bit more laterally here. Oh, yeah. Like I think maybe they need to buy the renewables industry. Oh, I'm sure they're already trying to do that, aren't they? Isn't that? Yeah, well, they're trying to buy solar panels from China and put it in uh, the Sahara Desert yes. at the moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll better look that. at that in, yeah. in the future. Um, no, well, they should. I mean, what, what you would do if you were them is you'd use all your petro wealth to take over the renewables industry and then mm. just shutter it. And then shut it down. Mm, shut yeah. it down. Do you think maybe um, they could buy Greta Thunberg? Oh, I mean, surely. I mean, I think, you know, like you sort of go, oh, but Greta would never sell out. Well, they said well, that, that about the PGA They tour, said that about they? the PGA tour. Uh, you know, suddenly, you know, $700 million. I don't know if I was Greta, I'd be thinking. Oh, It'd man. be very hard to work out the crossover points, wouldn't it, with mm. Greta Thunberg's approach, which is, you know, young women speaking out mm. globally, not going to school, not following the rules. Yes. And being heard. The thing about Greta is that she speaks and people listen. Yes. Which is, goes really against Saudi values. I don't know where the 
crossover point is. But isn't it like she has a makeover? Oh. You know, like it's like one of those Hollywood movies where it's coming of age oh. story. And she, she was a climate activist <laughs> yeah. from Sweden. They were a brutal government from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> um, Greta goes Gre- perder. But, oh no, Greta gets better, isn't it? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Um, what a pity we can't make a f- a film comedy sketches anymore. That's a, that would be enormously fun. No, look, uh, I mean, everyone has a price, don't they? Even mm. even incredibly self righteous yet correct uh, Swedish teenagers. Yeah, I think that's right. What's your price, Dom? Surprisingly low. Um, I mean, I basically uh, mm. minimum wage. No, don't, don't, no, no, don't say that. Say that it's really high. That's for well, prices for this is a premium podcast. It's yeah. Premium. I mean, it, you can buy this podcast for what is it, three ninety nine a month? At the no, 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 no. You got to be thinking like you got to say something like, "I would never sell out for oh, less yes. than two hundred million dollars." I would never sell out to the Saudis. Didn't we already do that at the start of the podcast? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, no, but me, if they wanted to buy me personally, it'd cost yeah. at least five figures, <laughs> <laughs> which is five hundred and five hundred dollars and zero, 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 zero cents. Five yeah. figures, yeah. But I think I'm a little bit. More expensive than that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Uh, I had a friend who uh, once said, never do anything illegal for less than $10 million, which I, I thought, I thought yeah, was a good, good ballpark. I think with inflation that's more like $20 million now. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, yeah, I mean, you made that TV series that people might want to check out. Mr. Firth goes to, to Washington. I mean, mm. Mr. Firth goes to Saudi Arabia <laughs> and likes what he sees. I can see the same. I like that Mister Mr. Firth goes uh, on the harsh. I yes. think it would be very good. Yes, that mm. would be very cross-cultural. Makes a pilgrimage. Yes. Learns about a better way. And I think it would be very culturally sensitive. It would be extremely <laughs> culturally sensitive. And, I mean, I would personally very much enjoy uh, the inevitable conclusion of your trip mm. to Saudi Arabia being your violent dismemberment. <laughs> I think that would, be, that would be quality television entertainment that I think I'm, I'm on board for. Yeah. Probably win a Logie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, look, it's, we welcome our new Saudi uh, partners slash fi- financiers slash jailers. Um, it's wonderful to have them on board. Uh, we yes. didn't really get a choice, but uh, welcome. Our gear is from Stanley Hacksaws. <laughs> Stanley Hacksaws, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When dismember, if you need a bone saw, yeah. make it a Stanley bone saw. And uh, we are part of the Saudi State Podcasting Network. Catch you next time. If they let us.